1: Video game movie adaptations are a blessing and a curse. We fans want to see new versions of the things that we love in different mediums, but more often than not, the adaptation process can leave these properties a shell of their former selves. And nothing is often butchered more than the characters. Time and time again we've seen icons of the gaming world make the jump to the big screen and look like total fools in the process. So with that in mind, I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 10 Terrible Video Game Movies That Ruined iconic characters. Number 10, Max Payne, Max Payne. Max Payne is a third person shooter which centres around an NYPD cop who's trying to track down his family's killers. Thanks to its noir storytelling, dark themes and Max's hilarious facial design, the titular character also became an instant icon brought to life via the amazing gruff voice actor James McCaffrey. So when it was announced that a Max Payne movie was in the works, the announcement of Mark Wahlberg's casting as the lead was something of a mixed bag with fans. He sure looked the part, and because Wahlberg is an action star that can imbue humour with menace, I mean, just see his role in The Departed. To many he did sound like, maybe not the perfect choice, but definitely a safe pair of hands. And if there was a video game ready to be adapted for the big screen, it was Max Payne, which had all the hallmarks of a dark, gritty action movie. Sadly though, the movie itself was a dreary mess without even the violent action of the games. Completely muted from what it could have been, the dull script doesn't even give the actor a chance to do anything with the character. Because the filmmakers only paid lip service to the game's look, style and tone, and removed so much of the protagonist's personality, you can only question why they were so eager to adapt it in the first place. Number 9, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Resident Evil's nemesis was a villain so good that he had an entire game named after him. Still an icon of the series decades later, this hulking beast became iconic for one thing and one thing only, his insatiable bloodlust. Only ever uttering the names of his victims, the stars, Nemesis was unrelenting, a biohazard force to be reckoned with that haunted the minds of players for years. In short, he was the perfect villain for a movie, which is why it's all the more baffling that the movie adaptation Resident Evil Apocalypse turned him into a good guy. Well, he definitely starts as you'd expect, decimating people with rocket launchers, but eventually he does turn to the side of good through the power of love, where he just teams up with the heroes at the end. He doesn't even get a chance to mutate, it's just, it's just such a waste. Number 8. Blood Rain. Blood Rain has not stood the test of time like other female oriented action games like Team Raider or Metroid, but the vampire themed hack and slasher was a pretty big deal when it debuted in the early millennium. Because of the series' creative action and, let's face it, stupid sexy vampire aesthetic, it was no surprise when it received the live action treatment a mere three years after the original game's release. Unfortunately for fans, it was Uwe Boll at the helm, which instantly meant that it had the chance of being one of the worst movies period ever made. However, Boll cannot take full credit for the movie's disastrous reception since the actress portraying the titular character, Kristanna Loken, is, well, not very good. Even though her co-stars Ben Kingsley and Michael Madsen are humming it up, they are endlessly entertaining because of it. The same cannot be said for Loken, though. Even though she played an emotionless robot in Terminator 3, she is somehow even less emotional in this film, removing so much of the personality found in the games. Number seven, Guile, Street Fighter. Since Street Fighter's Inception, the wandering warrior Ryu has served as the story's lead character. So when it was announced that Guile would serve as the protagonist of the live-action film, many fans were understandably a little bit ticked off. But in the movie's defense, this change of direction didn't have to be terrible and could work if Guile was written well and portrayed by an excellent actor. So, who did the filmmakers hire to play this US soldier? Well, it was none other than Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like so many characters portrayed by this actor, Guile stops becoming Guile and just ends up being, well, like Jean-Claude Van Damme playing Jean-Claude Van Damme. Even though the video game version of Guile is a no-nonsense soldier with a heart of gold, Van Damme plays him like an unlikable jerk who spews out embarrassing one-liners. Apart from performing Guile's trademark flash kick, Van Damme did pretty much everything wrong in the role. Number 6, Pyramid Head, Silent Hill. Pyramid Head is kinda like the Boba Fett of Silent Hill. Despite initially having little characterization, he became a definitive part of the franchise. In part because he just looked so sick. Debuting in Silent Hill 2, this creature slowly pursues the player, carrying a gargantuan sword knife. But Pyramid Head isn't just a mindless brute. Instead, he's the manifestation of the protagonist's haunted past and unresolved issues. And upon learning this, it makes you kind of feel more for this character, who you originally believed to be nothing more than just a random monster. So what did the filmmakers in charge of the adaptation do with Pyramid Head? Well, they just turned him into a random monster. Even though he looks suitably creepy in the Silent Hill film, his scenes are filled with a bajillion jump cuts so you can barely understand what he's doing. He also turns into a goody in the climax for seemingly no reason, which is definitely a trend on this list, making you wonder if the filmmakers even bothered to play it Silent Hill game. This version is all style over substance, lacking any of the symbolic depth of the game's counterpart. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked
2: Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Need to hire. You need Indeed. Number five, Kazuya Tekken 2, Kazuya's Revenge. Few Tekken fans are aware that there even is a live-action adaptation of Namco's biggest fighting game, and fewer gamers know the dreadful follow-up Tekken, Kazuya's Revenge. In the games, Kazuya was a gentle boy who became corrupted by a genetic abnormality called the Devil Gene and was then chucked into a volcano by his daddy. Although this gene endowed him with astounding power, it also warped his mind, turning him into a force of evil. Sadly, this entire backstory is ignored in this film, since Kazuya is rewritten as an amnesiac who's brainwashed into being an unstoppable killer. Now you could argue that this change was made so the character could come across as more relatable, but his literal devilish side is so fundamental to his persona and Tekken as a whole that it's nonsensical to just leave it out the plot. The story has so little in common with the source material that it feels like the filmmakers devised a generic action movie and then just slapped Tekken out of the title to encourage game to see it. Number four, Bison, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. M. Bison serves as the main antagonist of Capcom's beloved Street Fighter series. And using a mysterious energy force called Psycho Power, Bison became a tyrannical dictator as well as one of the world's greatest fighters. But in Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li, Bison was rewritten as a wimpy Irish crime boss. The actor portraying the character, Neil McDonough, is an absolutely baffling choice to begin with and does little to instill any kind of menace into this person. But it gets worse, as Bison is supposed to be a god-tier combatant and yet, the only person he punches in the entire movie is a defenseless woman in chains. To make him appear more intimidating, his dialogue is also occasionally accompanied with a tiger growl, yep that is actually in the movie, and if you thought the 1994 version of Street Fighter tarnished the game's reputation, well, this garbage reboot completely desecrated it. Number 3, King Koopa Super Mario Bros. Being the most famous video game franchise ever, it didn't shock anyone when Super Mario became the first game to be turned into a live action movie. Because the story follows an Italian plumber hopping through a kingdom of mushrooms and drop kicking giant turtles though, fans were curious how Nintendo's prized mascot would work on the big screen. And the short answer is, it didn't. Instead of emulating the game's cartoony look and cutesy characters, the film was grimy, convoluted and widely inappropriate for children. Also, almost every character was revised beyond recognition, but none was butchered more than Bowser, who goes by his Japanese name, King Koopa, in this film. Rather than depicting Mario's nemesis as a fire-breathing dinosaur, Koopa was tweaked into a tyrannical businessman. Instead of shooting fireballs or flying around in his Cooper clown car, we get to watch scenes of Nintendo's most famous villain having mud baths and ordering pizza in three separate scenes. Number 2, Albert Wesker, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Albert Wesker, even now years after his death, is still seen as the face of Resident Evil's villains. The secret agent turned monster was defined by his slick blonde hair, sunglasses and Matrix-esque kung fu abilities. In fact he was so inspired by action movie cliches that it made sense for him to become the star of the Resident Evil movie series. But when Wesker made his cinematic debut in Resident Evil Afterlife after a cameo in Extinction, fans were unhappy since the actor Sean Roberts failed to capture the character's He had his hamminess down to a T, but it kinda felt a little bit like cosplayer. So when Game of Thrones actor Tom Hopper was cast as Wesker in the reboot, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, gamers were a little bit more optimistic. Sadly, the filmmakers behind the latest movie tried even less to capture Wesker's essence. Firstly they discarded his trademark look, making him appear like your regular generic cop rather than the cool secret agent of the games. Now, you could forgive this alteration if Wesker was still depicted as an imposing figure, but the god-awful script made that impossible. Instead of making him a cold-blooded killer or a Machiavellian mastermind, Wesker was rewritten as just some guy. If no one mentioned his name, the viewer would never even suspect who this character was supposed to be. Number 1. Everyone. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. After the disastrous reception of the Street Fighter live-action film, beat-em-up fans were terrified that Mortal Kombat would turn out just as bad. However, Paul W.S. Anderson's adaptation is generally regarded as one of the better adaptations, due to its impressive stunts, excellent choreography, and kick-ass theme song that, FYI, Scott Tilford legit played at his wedding. The same cannot be said about the abominable sequel Mortal Kombat Annihilation, though. One major flaw this follow-up suffers is that it shoves in so many combatants from the series, and none of them have anything to do. Fan favorites like Baraka and Johnny Cage die in under a minute, while Melina, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Sonya are just there. Sadly, the characters who receive the most screen time are also the most boring. Raiden is only there to dole out exposition, Jax's only purpose is to churn out one-liners, and Shao Kahn hams it up to ridiculous levels. And Sindel? Well, Sindel is infamous for having among the worst dialogue in cinema history. The only thing that's impressive about Mortal Kombat Annihilation is how it incorporated 20 characters from the video game franchise and yet failed to do even one of them justice.